Welcome back to The Mortgage Brew. Today, we're going to dive into a topic that is on everybody's mind. Skyrocketing property prices and the fear of homeownership slipping away. We will explore different loan options that give us the ability to conquer home ownership in these unprecedented times and also go over what the market looks like and how these changes could affect home ownership in the near future. There are several different options that buyers can do when purchasing a home to combat any kind of large monthly mortgage payment. We all hate them and we understand that's kind of the market that we're in. One of those things is, is you could do like a 2-1 buy-down. A 2-1 buy-down allows buyers to have or experience um, a payment as if the rate was 2% lower the first year and 1% lower the second year. The good thing here is, is that that money that is put into an escrow account is paid for by the seller. So the buyer, you, you wouldn't be paying anything for it. It's literally coming from the seller as a seller closing cost or what we call a seller concession. This again allows you to experience a payment as if you had a 2% rate reduction the first year and a 1% rate reduction the second year. And then finally on the third year, it goes back to that full amortized payment that you would have had if you had gotten the loan at today's rate. Uh, the big thing here to understand is that you have to qualify for today's rate. So the loan is built as if you were getting the rate that was um, available today. And then the extra payment or the extra portion of that payment made to interest is paid through that, that escrow account, that seller concession. Uh, this, uh, this, again, offers initial payment ease. It gives you um, access to homes in the times of uh, not knowing where our interest rates are going to go. Um, and it gives us, you know, gives us a little bit of relief. But it is important to consider, again, that you could potentially have this um, payment that you're qualifying for at the beginning come um, to where you have to make those payments in year three. So always keep that in mind when you do this option. And then another pro to this option is any money that is not spent through this escrow account. For example, if you do a 2-1 buy-down, and let's say the first year you're getting your 2% rate reduction, so your payment's going to be probably anywhere from 3 to $400 cheaper, you're experiencing that, well, then the rates go down, and you want to refinance. You're more than willing or more than capable of refinancing that loan again. Um, and in doing so, you actually get to keep that money that was in the escrow account, and you can put it towards your closing cost on that refinance. So it's like a win-win in most cases. So um, you use it until it runs out, or you use it until you want to refinance, and you can use that money to help pay for your closing costs. Um, this is one item that I highly recommend all first or all buyers in today's market look at. Secondly, you can always do a permanent buy-down of the rate. Um, these are costly but it does allow you to have a for sure rate for the entirety of the loan. And it gives you that payment um, reduction as well. And the good thing about this one is if you do apply this to your loan and you pay for those rate reductions, and again, you can use the seller money, however you want to get it. Um, your qualifications are based off of that rate reduction. So it is still um, a great option. It's just cost more costly in a lot of cases, and the money spent is spent. You don't get it back if you refinance. It is spent on that rate reduction at that time. And then the last third um, 
option that you can do is always look at adjustable rates. I think um, 2020, 2021, everybody was kind of scared of adjustable rates because they didn't make sense at that time. Our rates were low. People didn't need to figure out if an adjustable rate product was going to be worth getting into. Um, but they are, there are some good ones. There's some that allow you to have a rate reduction for the first five years that's locked in, and then it starts adjusting. Um, and then you, you qualify for those rates during that time as well. So there's a lot of parameters and regulations that are put on adjustable rates now that prevent it from increasing way too much at one time, but also giving you the benefit of saying, hey, I'm willing to, to test out the market, see what the rates give me, um, and then and go with that. So again, if you look at those, look for your adjustable rates that usually have like a five-year um, starting point. So whatever the rate that you get, you'll get it for the first five years. This will definitely give you enough time to consider refinancing before that rate increases. Next, the one thing that I always tell buyers, especially first-time home buyers or people that haven't bought in a while, is there is always a possibility of refinancing your property. If you can qualify for the house that you're trying to get into right now, I mean, yes, rate is important and we should consider it, but it shouldn't be your stopping point. And the reason I say that is because it's so cliche um, for the saying of, you know, date the rate, marry your home. But it's true. Rates change and you can refinance in time. However, homes that come available, you know, are only available until someone else buys it, correct? So if, if a house is something or there is a house on the market that you're absolutely in love with, consider the options of getting into it, um, finding a payment for that property that you can afford. Don't get into something that you can't afford, but find a payment that you can afford and then just wait for rates to reduce so that we can refinance you and get you into that more comfortable payment. Um, you, again, you have the options of using those three to four op, three to four. Um, loan options and loan, um, I guess you would call them add-ons, but like buy-downs that allow you to have a little bit of payment comfort in the meantime. But either way, I don't think a rate should be something that stops you from looking for a home if you are in the market. It is something that you should weigh the odds on, but it's not something that should prevent you from at least um, looking around and get into, getting into a property that will build equity and likely become a dream home that, that you need. So. Um, always keep that in mind. Refinancing is something that honestly most buyers do in any market that we're in. Um, you know, the average time for a refinance is anywhere from three to five years. So it's again, it's something to consider as a loan officer. Um, one of the things that I do, and I'm pretty sure most other loan officers do is we look to, to at old files to see what your rate was when you got the loan and just see if it's worth actually putting you in a new loan based off of what the rates are today. And this is, um, you know, a marketing strategy for us, but it's also a benefit to you as the buyer because we're going to call you and say, hey, look, rates have dropped 2% since you bought your home a year ago. It might be worth considering refinancing because you'll have a lower house payment and we can, we can include most of the cost of closing inside the loan. Or, hey, if you still have that escrow account, we could use that money to pay for your closing costs. So... I highly recommend looking at homes, finding something that you can get into, understanding that there will be a refinance in the future. Next, um, it's important to always anticipate market shifts. 
we never know what the future rates are going to be, right? But we do have anticipations of where it should land um, over time. Uh, market, or excuse me, rates change from day to day. Sometimes we see a really good gain in the market and, and we see rate reductions. And then tomorrow we might see a hike, a hike in the market and we'll see uh, rate increases. But if you look at it as a graph, most of the time you'll see either a decline that is consistent or an increase that is consistent. And watching that is, is important, uh, especially for people in, in my industry, but also important for you as a home buyer. Um, it can tell you or kind of give you a prediction of where um, rates could be when you do decide to move into a home. So when rates drop, you have to understand how this impacts the, the market, the housing market. If we see a really um, fast and immediate rate reduction, there's likely to be a big market shift in the sense of buyers coming into the market because now it's where they wanted it to be, quote unquote, and they want to get into the market. Well, you know what that means is that now you're going to be see you're going to see competing offers on the property that you could have gotten um, for a little bit a little, a little bit higher interest rate, but without competing offers, this house would have been yours, and you won't be you won't you wouldn't have to pay any additional cost on top to secure that home because of competing offers. So understand that while low rates are great in the market for, uh, for buying and honestly more or less for refinancing, it does bring more buyers into the market and it has a likelihood of you losing out on a competitive market, um, you know, bidding on that house that you want. So always consider what rate reductions do and the timing and waiting period for someone to get into the market to buy a home. So if we're going to discuss rate reductions, we have to, we have to discuss rate hikes. Um, I do feel like the market that we currently are in is in a trend of a rate reduction. Uh, and, and we honestly need it. And 2023 was pretty a pretty hard year when it came to rates. Um, and then at the end of the year, it kind of dies off, which it dies off seasonally anyways. But when rates were high and then the end of the year came, it just everything died off. So now that we're starting to see a slight rate reduction based off of what the Fed said, and I think it was in October when they said that they were not going to do any more rate, it was, it was November, sorry. They are not going to do any more rate hikes, and they actually anticipate doing some rate cuts in 2024. This escalated the bond market, the, the mortgage bond market buyers to come in and, and really infiltrate the market and make our rates lower. Um, and it was super, super um, good to see, and honestly a little bit late, <laughs> Uh, but it, but it was good to see because it allowed secure or it allowed um, a little bit of comfort in the market and allowed us to have strength back in um, knowing where the market should wind up. Um, however, just because we had that doesn't mean that rates are going to instantly drop to that five, you know, that golden rate of five percent. Uh, it's going to take some time, and during that time, you will see some heights or rate hikes come into play. Um, as it trickles its way down. So what I'm getting at is we might see some rate hikes in the near future, um, but they should be short-lived, and they also shouldn't be something that should scare you out of the market again. Um, rate hikes, again, will come on and off throughout, but as long as you can look at it um, over a trajectory and seeing how the rate reduction or rate hikes are going as an 
longer or long term period, that is something that I would consider more so than an a instant rate hike or a daily rate hike. So keep that in mind and just watch the market or ask your mortgage lender what's going on in the market so that they can kind of give you a better um, a better view of how this would relate to you getting into the mortgage world now. Um, so now that we know that rates are probably going to reduce in the near future and continue to do so throughout this year, um, again, no one knows what that will turn into. And, you know, we would love to see a 5% rate um, by Q2. Uh, it, it'd be tough to say that that could happen, but if it does, it does. But if it doesn't, we, we should still see a gradual rate reduction. What's, what is that going to do for the market? Well, that's going to make a ton of buyers come in, right? We all know that the lower the rates go, the more buyers are going to come into the market. The more people are going to put their houses on the market to sell. Because um, there is equity to be had out of these houses that have not been on the market because of rough rates and what it would cost them to move into a new home. So, again, these houses will be put back on the market and buyers will start showing up. A competitive market is something that we should anticipate seeing once we get to this point. Um, buyers have to find a way to stand out in those competitive markets. And sadly, that usually comes with a cost. So it either comes with you putting down more money in the escrow, or excuse me, more money down in your earnest money that you're paying them or a higher purchase price to say, hey, I really want this house. I'll pay you this amount over what you're asking for. Um, and then it's honestly losing a lot of seller concessions because you're, you're not willing or the seller's not willing to consider um, offers that have seller concession when there are other offers that don't include those. Seller concessions are money that the sellers are putting towards uh, your financing or towards the purchase of that home. So yes, um, in a buyer's market, you see a lot of seller concession. But when we start, when we start having more homes on the market, um, and homes that are sitting on the market for um, very short length of time, you don't, you don't, buyers don't get that option to ask for seller concession as easily. I don't say that it's not gone away because there are some that still will give it, but it's not as easy to find um, sellers that are willing to give those. So again, when rates drop, understand that we start losing as buyers um, the option to ask for more money from the seller and a rate, or excuse me, a, re a reduction in the price or sales price. So Keep that in mind. Um, we can always refinance your home once those rates drop a little bit further, but don't let that be the only deciding factor. So this, this episode is probably going to be a little short today, but I just wanted to come on and give you uh, an understanding of how rates affect our market and when is really a good time to get into the buying process of, of purchasing either your dream home, your second home, or just, you know, st staggering those steps to get into um, your dream home. Keep in mind that mortgage lenders like myself, we understand this market and we are willing to step in and help you and guide you through that process. So if you have a local lender that you're, reach that you're um, already in communication with, reach out to them. Ask them what they feel like the market looks like today. Is it a great day to lock in that rate? Is it a great day to start looking for that home again? But these key factors or financial options, more, more or less, um, give you the ability to migrate through the current market that we're in when it comes to higher interest rates. 
what to anticipate when rates go down and how that will affect appreciation values of homes and then how it also will affect the competitiveness of securing a home during <clears throat> the competitiveness of securing a home during a low um, rate market. So keep that in mind. I'd love to hear feedback from you. If you have any questions, I'm here for you. I'd love to help guide you through that process. Um, I can be reached at 208-716-4893, or you can go to my website at www.pmrloans.com forward slash brooks.hell. I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Enjoy your cup of coffee and go out and find that beautiful home and get financing. Have a good one.